Welcome back to Keep Idaho Red Radio. Uh, we, uh, Vic, you and I just got done visiting with um, Wendy Horman, and she kind of laid out for us how the legislature is taking the dollars of the taxpayers and spending them and committing them for the next fiscal year. We're now going to visit with our state treasurer, Julie Ellsworth, and uh, represent or former representative Julie Ellsworth yeah. and now treasurer Ellsworth. Thanks for your service to the state, and Thank uh, thanks for always being willing to be on Keep Idaho Red Radio. And let's talk about the state's money and how you manage it. And the first question that I have um, is we see a lot of concern around the country with banks. Mm -hmm. Some have failed. Some seem to be under stress. Um, You have billions of state dollars, tax dollars that are Mm -hmm. parked in different investments waiting to be spent. Uh, So talk to us about if we should be concerned about what's going on in the banking industry and how secure Idaho's dollars are in this environment. Thank you, Tom. I have asked these questions of the Department of Finance, who regulates um, uh, regional banks here in Idaho. They feel like there is good liquidity within the banking system. Um, We have no reason to really... um, be troubled about what's happening in Idaho, but it is of concern nationally as we see different things getting out of balance and different policies that have are usurping what we expect out of the banking system. Well, your second question was about the safety of the dollars in the state of Idaho. I, I have $12 billion under management in the treasurer's office. I think this question was answered probably about three years ago when we sat down with Treasurer's Investment Advisory Board, and we determined that the first principle for this office is safety of the dollars, wherever we put them. So they are in the safest mechanism possible for whether they're being invested or whether they're being um, held in a bank. There is, there's a, a collateralization requirement. So safety is the first priority, then liquidity, meaning you, d- you could cash it out and pay your bills. And then the last um, um, goal is for rate of return. Now, you know, when the economy looks wonderful, people think, why aren't you going for the yield? Why aren't you going for more rate of return? The reason why is this, what we're living right now. Those dollars need to be safe. They need to pay the bills for Idahoans. They're entrusted to us, and it is not taken lightly. So they are in the safest manner they can be. So least possible risk is what you're saying. That is is correct. We see interest rates going up, Mm -hmm. right? And and that obviously has an impact on our economy, but it does um, create more favorable investment opportunities. So how has that affected these safe investments we've made? Uh, this is a lot of the issue that you're hearing with that regional bank in, in California. They had put their money in a safe investment that, and they loaded it up in short-term um, treasury bonds. Um, our, as our short-term treasury bonds roll off where they have the low interest rate of return, we can put the money then in long-term, a longer term that has a greater rate of return and will be just as safe. And so as they roll off, we'll replace them with a better rate of return. And that is happening constantly. But we always want to be in the most safe manner because this money I manage pays the bills. You know, it's the checkbook of the state. It's not some long-term investment, but for the Millennium Fund, and those are different issues. But yeah, this is this is the money. You need it here. You don't want you don't want me taking this to a casino. 
We're uh, speaking with uh, Treasurer Julie Ellsworth, and Julie, you've been on the forefront of the whole ESG issue, environmental, social, and governance. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, you had Marlo, Marlo Oaks come in from Utah. You've been putting together a panel of experts for almost a year to help you craft ESG bills, and there's three of them. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, let's if, if this was a horse race, there's three horses that yes. were put in the race, and one of them's pretty far down the track one's not too far behind the track and one's still in the paddock a little bit but hopefully it'll come out so let's talk about house bill 191 which seems to be down the um track the most and that is it says the bill amends relevant procurement statutes to restrict the state from using environmental social and governance criteria in evaluating contract bids talk about what that bill is supposed to do and where it is in the house and the senate okay house bill 191 has passed the house and has passed the senate so it should be on the desk of the governor at this point which is great Great. I mean, it actually defines the term environmental social governance within the bill. And then it also, we found out that, hey, the people that are entrusted with the public funds may be the offender, you know, here. They're using ESG on people trying to get contracts with public entities. This is not acceptable, and that bill makes it clear. You cannot pull out standards that are not within law and impose them upon people bidding for uh, for contracts in the state of Idaho. So look at look at this this does this make sense to you Tom? The uh, contract awards including for public works projects must be based on competitive pricing, contract requirements and contractor qualifications, not ESG. I can't get any simpler than that. Well, yes, and we don't want random ESG requirements and perhaps that has happened and we're saying this will not happen in the state of Idaho. We need to be the example. We're, we're going for that rate of return, the safest investment. We're going for the best value for the state of Idaho, not a political agenda. So if this track was named ESG, remind people what ESG stands for. Environmental Social Governance. So you have, we, um, it's, it, I, I view it as just a supersonic environmental push on the environmental, the E part, because we already have the EPA. These businesses are already complying with it, env- environmental laws on the books. Where did these other things come from? That's the whole problem. That's undemocratic to pull in other other requirements. So let's talk about uh, the next the next horse on the track, which is uh, House Bill 190. And this says this legislation helps to ensure that banks and credit unions designated by the Idaho State Treasurer, meaning you, as depositories for public money, do not boycott industries important to the state of Idaho and the livelihood of our citizens. Talk about that bill, why you felt it was so important to do that, and what the status is of that bill. Okay, just hearing you read that, I think, yes, I totally agree with this. Yes, Money's this good things. If I, as a treasurer, I need to find places for money to be held safely, I and we, as the state of Idaho, are customers. We are looking for banks to hold our con- our money, but we're the customer here. So we want to say, as the customer, you can bid on holding our money, which you'll make money off of, by the way. But at the same time, if you're boycotting our businesses, we want you to disclose that. 
because you may not be the best fit for our state if you're boycotting things like our our um, ammunition, our firearm ammunition factories. You know, if you're boycotting our um, our Miners. agricultural mm-hmm. uh, community, um, that's why the Farm Bureau very much loves this bill. You know, you may not be the best fit to hold our money and make money off of it, right. and it allows us to ask that question. Very much love it, and it is. It has passed the House. It is. It passed the Senate committee. It is on the floor of the Senate. Senator Grow is is um, carrying the bill, spot, sponsoring okay. it. And I believe there's good hope that it will pass with flying colors. So it came out of the State Affairs Committee in the Senate with a hundred percent with a due pass of, recommendation, hundred yeah. percent backing, hundred percent backing of Republicans. of Republicans. The Democrats do not like this bill. And so now let's let's talk about um, the the last um, of the three, and that is there is some legislation which is House Bill One. 89, which prohibits public contracts with companies that are boycotting certain industries. So what do you mean by boycott and what are those certain industries and what is happening with this bill? Boycotting is defined within our code under the Israel statute. It's when and there is a definite written out definition for what boycott means. So within the legislation, it is defined there. What do we mean by um, what industries? It it would be our agricultural, our our gun manufacturing, and um, we have our mining industry, and we also have our power industry, including nuclear. We do not want people coming here asking for contracts from our public trust, and then at the same time be boycotting our industries. And so it allows you to look at that in the same manner that I am looking at bankers. This would allow any entity in the state of Idaho that's wanting to get a contract, you can ask the question, are you boycotting our industries? And if you are, we can exempt you if we really need to use you. And there's an argument for that exemption in some cases. But you're going to disclose it. Are you boycotting us? Are you trying to shut us down? Let's talk about that. And so what is the general, what's been happening with this bill in the state house and uh, what would you, what would you like to see? This bill is currently in the Senate state affairs committee. I am working to see if, how we can move it forward. And I'll, I have a good working relationship with the Senate state affairs chairman and he'll, we'll see what we can do to, to pull that out of committee and get it to go all the way. And apparently we have more time right now. Has it been in the House yet? It has passed the House. It has passed the House. Yep. It is sitting in the Senate State Affairs Committee yes. at this point. Yes. And you are working your you're working hard to get it to the floor. I am working with him to to try and get it to have a hearing so that we get it to the floor. And you know, it's always frustrating at this time of the session, but we keep fighting. And folks, we're visiting with. Um Treasurer Julie Ellsworth and uh, her work in the legislature this year and also her work as the treasurer. And Representative Ellsworth, um, ESG is not something that a lot of us talk about, um, but there is a lot of attention being paid to this in Idaho. Uh, but because of your work and, and works of a few others, this, this has caught attention across the country. So talk to us about how this has become a national issue and other state elected leaders are working with you and others to uh, address this at all levels. I think briefly, I'll just say we noticed this as state treasures about two and a half years ago, because we, we knew that we managed a lot of money 
We knew that we're a customer. We're looking for people to help us in that management process. And the entities that were managing money were scooping up our votes and doing all this. this, By proxy. Yeah, proxy votes and and voting all this um, extra ESG. We, we We thought the people in our states are not at all for that. So we joined together and began to push back against it. Since that time, I've seen that the proxy votes can be voted um, in a manner that is in alignment with your constituency. We had the big companies moving that direction. Never thought I'd see that happen. So these are privately owned companies. I mean, yes. they're, they're publicly owned companies that have stockholders, yes. which could be you and me through, an, through exactly. one, any one of our investments. And on occasion, we will get... Um, uh, the opportunity to vote for a new board of directors and okay. also the opportunity just to sign a proxy and send it in. And then those proxies are used to elect people to the board that have a different that have, agenda yeah. than you do. And it's not about making money. It's a, it's a political agenda. It's an environmentalist type of an agenda. Yes. Yeah, so that's the 28 state treasurers that joined together. We realized you're scooping up our voice, our big voice, because it represents a lot of money. So it has a lot of proxy attached and you're, you're facilitating this liberal, very radical environmental agenda. And we say no. And so since that time to have these big companies that are doing that to allow us a, a, plat, a platform of choices, you for know, to for your proxy. It's just, I didn't think we would see it, but we're seeing it. It will be right. very much monitored. We've also seen things like um, Vanguard pull out of the net zero um, European alliance, which was very much, you know, um, I didn't think I'd see that in my lifetime. Right. But we also, the biggest one is a month and a half ago, the German bank that created net zero, which is the, the alliance in that is trying to shut down oil and gas and all those things. They actually pulled out of the they pulled wow. out of net zero and they were the creators of it. So it is worth staying engaged. It is worth educating yourself on the details of the issues. And it's always worth pushing back. We're here for the battle. And the battle continues, right? Oh, so, you and betcha. these are great steps Idaho has taken through your leadership. We see this happening across the country. And so we'll, we'll circle back with you in, yes. uh, in the future and get updates on this and uh, appreciate, uh, Treasure Julie Ellsworth. Amazing at updates. I didn't think I would see this movement, but we're seeing it. Yeah, it's great work. Thank, thanks for being on Keep Idaho Red Radio. Thank you so much. And folks, we'll be right back.